वेळ लागल्याशिवाय इतिहास घडत नाही काउच पांडेच क्रिकेट पॉडकास्ट फॉर द फॅन्स बाय द फॅन्स We are live. We are definitely live. Hello and welcome, YouTube peoples and other couch pundits, friends and fans, both couches and pundits, uh, uh, to on a very special episode of Couch Pundits Cricket Podcast, the weekly stream. Uh, we are on timeish today, okay, and we are on the right day also today, and we have the perfect guest also today. And uh, I just want to say thank you uh, to be watching this, everybody watching this, and uh, keep the comments coming, and we will be taking questions and lots of questions and lots of stories today. Naval. take it away yes 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 thank you akash uh, to everyone who akash is not welcome i welcome you guys in case you are joining the stream 3 seconds after, after akash's first welcome uh, and i would like to especially welcome mr subramaniam ganesh uh, he is joining us all the way from new york today uh, i don't know how to introduce him because he has done so much uh, i'm so, a house husband you can say that he is a house <laughs> husband currently and before the stream started he said he is in a position of life where he can have a single malt for breakfast if he wants so uh, i envy that personally uh, but uh, before we go ahead i would just like to give our listeners a background of uh, mr ganesh uh, i feel like that's how i should refer to you i don't know uncle because he is my uh, friend siddhartha's dad uh, yeah. also uh, he was uh, Uh, he was working with Adidas back in the 90s and early 2000s. Which, as, by the way, uh, sir, is my favorite shoe brand. It is the only oh, pair of you. shoe I wear on stage. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, he was the head of uh, sports marketing and corporate communications uh, in the 90s. He worked closely with a lot of sports personalities all over uh, uh, the country. uh post that he has also done a stint with uh, kings 11 punjab as a media manager during the first year of uh, ipl i think 2008 uh after that he has been uh uh very nicely supporting his wife through her career with the un and which is how he has ended up as the guy who can drink single malt scotch for breakfast whenever and, and he wants and can also watch the entire australian open yes so uh welcome welcome sir uh, welcome to our weekly stream and i hope uh, that you know we can give you enough questions to uh, yeah, yeah. i don't know just get the best we can you know and the chat is also excellent uh, sir ekdam must look today to we have all the best uh, mods also on harsh is also you bad. know you know how how they say that chennai has a knowledgeable crowd like when you go yeah. to play test matches over there our stream has a knowledgeable uh, fan following viewership i would say uh but that's enough pandering for now uh, <laughs> let's let's just get right into it uh, we're going what we're going to discuss through this uh, this week's episode is going to be of course the uh, test victory india versus england uh, we're going to do a review of what happened over there we're going to do a preview for the next match and we're going to discuss little bit preview of what is going to happen in the ipl auction tomorrow yes uh, So yeah, let's get started. First, one one, uh, sir. I'll come to you first. Uh, after a defeat like that for uh, the Indian team in the first game that they had, which was a very comprehensive win, it was not like a thirty-six all-out where you know wickets just fell and something just went wrong for a snap moment and then they lost the match. This was a comprehensive dismantling of the Indian team by England. After that, how important would this victory be? A victory like this, a thumping victory. 
This is important because at the end of the day, we are also looking at the World Test Championship, and uh, all of us would love to be, would love to have India uh, as one of the finalists. Yeah. yeah. So in that sense, that is important. Secondly, uh, yes, uh, Chennai. The first Test match was uh, an aberration, I would say, because a few years back, uh, England always starts well in India. You know, so they started well in the first Test match, which which ended up in a draw. Uh, I think it was the last series, 2018 or something. But uh, what happened, I feel, was uh, there was a over dominance, or we allowed the uh, the Indian cricketers allowed the spinners to dominate you, and Anderson came good. You know, he uh, he started reversing the ball, and uh, he's very difficult to manage. You know, when he starts uh, reversing the ball, and if you are going to be looking at a fourth inning uh, batting and all is going to be a handful so in that sense uh, i would say coming back uh, in Chen uh, the second uh, leg of the chennai uh, tour was pretty good for us the spinners were good but uh, the greatest positive is uh, ashwin's batting in the second innings yeah it was not a easy wicket you know and uh, he he actually made it look easy because Right from the moment he came in, he swept um, over square leg for a four. Uh, he was in touch and uh, he was batting beautifully. So that way, I would say it was very good. Also, uh, it sends uh, great uh, confidence to all the other players going into uh, uh, what I feel is going to be a difficult test match, which is the pink ball, because we are not used to that pink ball. Only we have played only once and. Uh, Everybody saw the uh, collapse uh, in the second innings. I don't think anything like that is going to happen. But at the end of the day, Anderson will be back. Probably they'll be uh, uh, he'll be bowling with Broad, and they have a very good partnership. So uh, it is going to be tough. The first Test match in Ahmedabad is going to be tough. But if uh, if we can overcome the challenges, uh, I just hope. Uh, Kohli wins the toss. He never seems to win tosses, you know. <laughs> so in that way, I'm very happy that he won the toss in uh, Chennai, the second uh, test. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, I would say uh, very important. The victory keeps us alive because uh, if uh, what if they had won the test match, you know, they'll be going into a two-zero, in which we we have no hope of uh, winning the series. Yeah. So in all uh, in all uh, encompassing uh, attitude, I think we have done a good job and uh, good for India. Yeah. yeah, you touched upon the fact that it was not an easy wicket when Ashwin was batting, and uh, Akash had some thoughts uh, on this wicket. Uh, like initially through the week, we were discussing how the pitch was behaving, and when it when the game started, you saw you see turn from day one from ball one rather. Uh, so we had this discussion. I think I managed to uh, shift Akash's opinion a little bit because uh, he called it a Ranji Trophy pitch and not a Test match pitch when the match started. Akash, I where, where do you stand it. on the pitch uh, of I, this team? Yeah, you know, it started off with an annoyance of. See, I, first thing I said was this pitch is reactionary. Okay, because. It was clearly reactionary. If you saw, like, in context of the first match, this is a pitch that was created to be like, hey, 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 hey come back, come. you know. And, and who was this? 
who who changes the 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 groundskeeper you don't change the curator that's such a are um i can't say the word but it's not a nice thing to do okay it's a it's a really mean thing to do okay and it's a very and it's a very typically bcci thing to do very reactionary very strong arming uh, uh, unnecessary over over reactions are happening so that was my problem and then of course you know the turning page okay then you know the concept kind of hit me you know this is almost like a colonial hangover right ki like the pitch that is great in australia or england is a good pitch but a, what india has to offer in terms of pitches isn't necessarily a bad pitch just because uh, the rules are written by mcg or whoever you know so i mean you know that way it was it was like yeah it was an eye opener so now i now i appreciate the pitch a little more especially when ashwin came and hit a 100 because Rohit Sharma tends to hit hundreds in places uh, where it's difficult, like the South Africa wala match uh, in the World Cup. But uh, Ashwin also hitting it, and Dhawal has said this since so long. That Ashwin just needs more confidence in his batting. Uh, you know, so in fact, when Ashwin said that you know it was it was Kohli and Shastri who kind of pushed him more and more to get back to his batting, I was like, oh, that was like a reassurance, like you know, that like yes, yes, good, good captain things you did, Kohli. I'm proud of you. Even Rahane helped him. Thoughts hmm. on the pitch, sir? Like, do you agree with the fact that you know somebody could call it a Ranji Trophy pitch? And there was a lot of uh, hue and cry from even uh, some international commentators. Allow me to spend few minutes on giving you some examples and uh, go back and all. What 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 is it that uh, we all get so hung up about uh, pitches and? Uh, A, a dirt uh, pitch and the spinning track and all. When there are, uh, you go to England, you have to see the pitches there. It'll it'll start swinging. I mean, like uh, like six inches, seven inches, uh, right from ball one. You know, you're not used to those conditions. Similarly, they are not used to these conditions. We all have. To, it's the same. They also batted in the same pitch, so it's not as if uh, when we batted. we we went to the adjacent wicket and when they batted they were brought into this wicket it is not like that we have to if you don't know how to adapt i think it is going to be very difficult for you to su- succeed all over the world you have to bat under all conditions 1986 you know india was a pakistan india was chasing a score of um, 200 and uh, 240 for, for something 240 or i don't remember the exact number the pitch was like a cobra you know it would sting it will bite you it will it will explode in your face and all sunil gavaskar batted and he scored 96 runs and of course we lost to pakistan similarly there was another match again again against pakistan india was uh, pakistan in chennai sachin tendulkar he couldn't even get up you know he had back spasms when he came into the wicket india was two down for six runs when he left india needed 18 runs we we could score only four more after he left and he was the seventh out so uh, he scored 136 but in the same pitch earlier shahid afridi batted beautifully to score 141 runs so you can you can adapt you can just see how how the pitch is going you have to adapt and you have to play accordingly your strength comes in adapting to different pitches just because the pitch starts exploding yeah personally yes we need to make pitches which doesn't crumble right from day one probably those are all uh, those are all things which we, we we if we can avoid we should avoid 
But I also believe, I mean, I'm not uh, privy to the entire history behind the curator and all because not uh, getting newspapers or news about India. But uh, sometimes it, it happens, you know, uh, you know, for five days an adjacent pitch is baking in the sun. So if you're not going to play in the same pitch again, so you mm -hmm. go to the next pitch, anything happens, it happens, you know, it's not as if we have deliberately done, we could have lost the toss, you know, and what are the chances of us losing the toss? Probably 90% because Kohli has not won a toss in like ages, you know. So we could have lost the toss and uh, that would have put even worse psychological effect on us. Mm. So in all, I would say uh, move on. I mean, it, yeah, it was a tough pitch, and uh, but we adapted better. They couldn't adapt to it as well. Uh, having said that, let me tell you something. It was not the Cobra pitches that we have seen. Some of us, we have seen some pitches in India, predominantly in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. You know, the uh, there'll be we hardly had uh, pace ballers in the 70s. So yeah. there'll be one over by one pace baller, and then Bishan Singh Bedi will come from the other end, and that's it. Only the spinners and the ball will spin from all around, and you will have. A ring of fielders, you know, they didn't have helmets, they didn't have um, shin guards and all, and they they batted beautifully. I mean, they fielded beautifully. So, if you are coming to India, and if you don't know how to bat on sp spinning tracks, and if you don't have the attitude of uh, six or seven people breathing down your neck, chirping, and some 70,000 people yelling and paying <laughs> for your blood, yeah. <laughs> if you cannot handle that, chances are you will not succeed in test cricket. So your test comes from these things. So I'm, I have no problems with the pitch. Yeah, I mean, that's actually a great uh, picture you painted over there. What it would be like to be in the middle facing Ashwin with that ball just, you know, like could <laughs> jump up from, yeah. It's a Rishabh Pant. But, you know, Rishabh Pant. <laughs> but you know, at least, at least nowadays, I think uh, things have improved a little bit. Maybe because of IPL and uh, and the camaraderie that comes with it. Uh, Rishabh Pant is not uh, abusing you. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah, those. Uh, you know, there is something called chirping, which you which you just say, hey, you know, the guy, the guy doesn't know how to bat, or those are all chirping. And second is abuse, which the Australians are great at. They have mastered that art. Fortunately, for the last couple of years, they have not been doing that that much. And it's, in a way, I think it's good for cricket. You don't need to have that negativity, yeah, yeah. but you can always chirp, you know. You can always do that. No, Rishabh Pant is bordering on making it an art. I love, it's almost, it's elegant. <laughs> it's perfectly disorienting, even for the person I watching at home. <laughs> Absolutely. I think one of the best finds for India in the last three or four years has been Rishabh Pant. Because the guy is so fit, you have to give it to him, you know. He is uh, uh, keeping wickets and when he comes to bat, you hardly see any tiredness in him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I enjoy his batting, you know. And if he gets out in the 90s, so what? Yeah, personally, if I were there, I would tell him, maybe, man, uh, that's a personal milestone. You have to go for your 100. Once in a while, go for your 100 because uh, it'll make it uh, uh, sound better, you know. And who knows what all you can achieve after you reach an 100. So, barring that, I, I, I love seeing him batting and uh, the energy that he has got in the field. 
even when the opposition has scored some 400 odd runs the energy yeah. which he brings in mm. require all those things so uh, very happy with this uh, indian team and very happy with the way they are going forward with year after year i think uh, these are all great foundation you know yeah you say you make uh, you made a good point that you know you should be able to come to india and play on indian pitches because which is why you know traveling test teams when they start winning is when it is a sign of a good test team because generally at home you have conditions that favor you which is why it is difficult to win test matches away and the home mm-hmm. team generally has the advantage uh having said that this indian team has gone to australia and beaten australia and like you were mentioning the earlier series where the scoreline would not suggest that it was a close series even the india england series when uh, india went there last was a fairly close series uh, the scoreline may not suggest it uh, i think we lost 3-1 or something like that yes 3-1 uh, we lost 3-1 over there but all took like some ridiculous amount of wickets maza gaya yeah and he scored i think 90 runs in one innings yeah, yeah. like that yeah So, did this team like you said you know is i think indian cricket is a lot further ahead than other countries because other countries are doing well in home conditions not a lot of them are traveling well mm. uh so yeah uh moving Good. on a little bit uh you you mentioned personal milestones now akash was telling me this uh oh, sorry i was telling akash this k they were on commentary they were saying this virat kohli 60 in the second innings will feel better than a century and uh, i i don't agree with it like what is <laughs> we none of us agreed with this you know people keep saying people keep building up his second innings uh, his batting saying it was really good and no doubt it was a great show of skill uh, quickly coming in with a small correction for future generations watching this yeah. uh the chat is corrected as it was and and several corrections came in and then there was deliberation and now there is a consensus that we lost 4-1 in england okay oh, yeah. yeah yeah because uh, last uh, three series have been five test series right. yeah yeah only suddenly they changed it to a four test match this year otherwise uh, the 2018 2000 Uh, 16 uh, and 2014 have been uh, five test series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. sorry sir anyway yes <laughs> going back to going back to kohli and his uh, knock of 62 again uh, uh, it's my personal opinion uh, i feel he is he is not as sharp as uh, as he was uh, prior to uh, the melbourne test that is he didn't play the melbourne test uh, adelaide and uh, previous uh, test matches he has not been that sharp maybe because he has taken a break and uh, the flow is not there completely and also his attitude towards batting itself uh, is not as aggressive as uh, one would think one one is uh, used to seeing kohli mm-hmm. so but barring that you know i think he batted well he controlled himself and uh, once he realized that uh, ashwin was scoring he uh, subdued himself these are all uh, hallmarks of great leadership you know so he's a good leader 
he's ag- sometimes he's aggressive but uh, it works you know it works for him it works for the team so i I, you know, it is very easy for us to be sitting here and uh, uh, pointing out few flaws here and there. It is uh, tough out there, you know, uh, out in the middle, it's very tough. We all, uh, for example, I myself will be sitting in the couch and yeah, the point is when you go to the ground, uh, one is, there are two ways of looking at matches. One is from above, you know, and one is ground level. You have to go to Ranji Trophy matches because there are hardly any security issues or crowd issues. So you can go to the square leg boundary and see the ball, you know, or you can go behind uh, the uh, side to the side of the side screen and watch these matches. Sometimes you can't even see the ball, you know, and, and then we are commenting that this person should have hit it for a six or something like that. So it's difficult out in the field. Uh, we need to have uh, patience about uh, certain uh, weaknesses that may be exhibited by the by the players from all all sides. So we uh, and knowing all those things, then we should be able to uh, express our criticism rather than uh, making it as a huge complaint. Uh, Kohli will be will be back. I mean, I hope uh, I hope he does a great job in the pink ball test because yeah. we were worried about the pink. Pink ball test matches. So, uh, if Kohli comes good, believe me, everything will totally fall into place for a 3 1 drumming. Yeah, yeah. As, so, as leader of club, I completely agree with you on that front. It would be great to watch him. And just like I'm, we are waiting for a nice daddy 100 from him, uh, like a yeah. nice 140, 160. Yeah. But the, at, like right now, with the current situation, he might be ducked a match. Uh, because of the umpire rudely speaking incidents. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the whole is not, the whole is like, no, <laughs> BCC no it's not happening to Kohli. Like, all said and done, you know, like, this is, okay, sir, you'll be a great person to answer this question. Now, you have sort of seen uh, from your time associated with the sport, you have seen in the 90s how BCCI was in on the world cricket stage where they were still bargaining. Whereas, come to present day and BCCI is dictating. So, what has this shift sort of meant, uh, maybe from an internal perspective? uh, Is is it true that BCCI is now just completely dictating whatever happens in international cricket? Or are they heavily influencing it versus what they were doing before? (coughs) Sorry, BCCI has been uh, uh, a major influencer. Uh, then one has to go back to again uh, to the past, you know, 1983, India wins the World Cup. Mm. Then a uh, couple of people got together and they brought the uh, World Cup to India. Yeah. And think about it. Uh, the uh, the price money for the 1983 World Cup was close to some 10,000 or 12,000 pounds for the winner. From there, you go to uh, one crore rupees to the winner in uh, 1987. That itself was big. So the money started coming in at BCCI coffers. I am reminded of another incident that happened. I think it was the 1993-94 series against England. Doordarshan was telecasting all the matches. Hmm. So there was this first test match which was going on and Doordarshan, BCCI said uh, we want, uh, they had given the rights to star sports. Hmm. So, uh, Doordarshan did not allow them uplinking rights. Hmm. 
So it went to court. There was a justice, Justice Salve, who said the airwaves are public property and beca became history. So that's that. That was the first advent of uh, serious money through uh, television rights mm. to BCCI. Just around that time, a little before that, South Africa was readmitted to the international fold and they came to India for a three one day international. And that was again shown on uh, uh, Doordarshan. Believe me, day night cricket in Calcutta, it was grainy images. You know, you could hardly see the ball, let alone anything else. And the telecast went live to South Africa. So BCCI was surprised to find a huge check that came from the South African board to BCCI. That was the time when they realized, hey, we can, <laughs> television rides is a lot of money, you know. So that's how they went to Star Sports. And after the court cases, they've been continuing to yeah. give it to private uh, ownership. So that, that is one. Second is, uh, over the past uh, 20 years, uh, India was, uh, India and other uh, countries from the subcontinent were actually rolled over by the, by the English Cricket Board and the Australian Cricket Board. Because the, uh, India uh, and the, these other countries had very little say, say in the scheduling of matches, in the number of uh, side matches that one gets, and few few other uh, aspects of cricket. Mm -hmm. Last 15 years, everything has changed, you know, because of the money power that India has brought in. Also. Uh, the, there is a huge crowd which is available in England and Australia and New Zealand. That is the Indian crowd, Indian diaspora out there. They bring in the gate money. Otherwise, you know, if you if you only in the uh, forget about the uh, recent past five years back, if you look at them, you don't have completely packed stadiums overseas in overseas uh, matches, excepting maybe for the traditional England versus Australia Ashes series. It is the Indian crowd that brings you the gate money in most of yeah. these outside matches. Absolutely. So India has again been a major influencer. So nowadays we we uh, that is we means BCCI has uh, been kinder to the players, and they've taken good care in scheduling of matches. They are also now taking care of how to manage the players, their workload. So in a way, BCCI has become the boss, you know. And now that with Saurav Ganguly in charge of it, and he he's very astute, you know. He he may I may even go ahead. I hope he do, he doesn't uh, listen to this and uh, get upset with me. He he, yeah, he if, if Saurav Ganguly is listening to this, th that's the least of anybody's concern. <laughs> okay, uh, the the point is he's also in a, in a way he's also a good politician, you know, because he has managed Indian cricket ever since he mm. became the captain. He, he brought in attitude, you know, he brought in so many other things. So, uh, I'm sure he will bring the same uh, attitude to his uh, stewardship at the, at the BCCI. There was a time, you know, five, six years back, the Indian players never had Diwali time, you know. There will always be a match on Diwali. They will never have any, any like New Year's or uh, Christmas Eve or something like that because Matches would always be scheduled on those days in India. Not anymore, you know. If you find you don't have uh, matches uh, on Diwali Day or on uh, New Year's Eve or uh, New Year's Day, so these are these are also the changes that BCCI has brought in. These are good changes. It's not as if they are negative. Uh, I have no problem BCCI bossing over 
all these Aha. other boards, you know, because Aha. because they they have uh, they have bust over <laughs> us uh, <laughs> for fifty years. Yes, so, yeah, exactly. This good. is this is, but, this but is exactly feel, what I was saying. But do you feel uh, that uh, they could do more to promote cricket internationally than they are okay, right that's now? That's a different while, conversation. While why and in India and in India, just look at our own women's team. Just look at the fact that. We are yes. not even doing training for Ranji teams. Even though the Ranji is cancelled, we could have at least done training for all of them in their own respective bubbles. So, I, I, I'm just saying like there are all these things that they, sh- they should be doing. Uh, and it almost feels like they're just busy with IPL most of the time. No, uh, I think you are being a little harsh on them. Uh, and I'll explain to you why. Uh, COVID time. We, ha- we, all have to, uh, we all have to survive this COVID time. And there is cricket happening, and uh, some crowd is also coming into cr- cricket. It's a, it's a great thing, you know. So uh, have a little bit of patience. Uh, as far as uh, women's cricket, uh, uh, the training, Ranji Trophy, and all, again, you have to give some time. Slowly, changes are coming, but it's it's a slow change. Uh, take uh, Ranji Trophy itself. The men's Ranji Trophy matches used to be. Uh, Nothing, you know, they, they were boring and uh, hardly anything. But nowadays, it's become interesting because players are being paid more. Now, it's not as if that uh, no more do you have to depend only on being part of a test team or being part of a one-day, I mean, being part of the international uh, team. You can, you can make your livelihood by just being part of Ranji Trophy and few mm-hmm. other trophies that they, they play. So... Uh, Give another five to ten years time, uh, a lot more will Im- improve. Uh, for example, I, again, I've heard about this. I'm not sure, uh, I, I haven't seen it. The new Motera ground is supposed to be the super jazz cricket ground. They yeah. have four dressing rooms out there, you know, for two, one for the visiting team, one for the home team, and two for other two teams because in this COVID bubble, you know, you, you may have to have uh, uh, two test matches, uh, simultaneous uh, test matches. So, and uh, there are so many other things of this ground. They have used LED lights instead of uh, normal towers, you know, yeah. because uh, it's again, just like Chandigarh, it's right next to the airport. You have to go to some of these stadiums to see the facilities that have been brought in in the Indian infrastructure of uh, cricket grounds. Mm. That is a huge change, you know, from what it used to be uh, 20 years back. Give another 10 more years, I'm sure BCC has got a lot of money. And fortunately, uh, the one thing that I always feel that BCC should not, I mean, uh, BCC should not allow politicians, bureaucrats, the legislature, uh, the uh, police service, civil service people to be part of it. It should have uh, that was predominantly, the next thing. <laughs> yeah, sports persons may yeah. not necessarily, they don't necessarily have to be uh, uh, cricketers, but it should have sports persons and good personal, good persons, you know, uh, who have good standing in society. They need to be part of uh, BCCA rather than uh, Rather than the powerful crowd, you know, then the, because uh, then you know things change. Yeah, I'm really awestruck, huh, sir. Sorry, uh, uh, it's a very entertaining. Please, you're, you're embarrassing me now. Uh, but just so that more people can hear us while this is happening, so hit the like. So the YouTube will push it, and there's a whole there's a computer that decides all these people. It's not me. So like Mardubas. Chalo, ha. Huh, moving on. Yes, uh, moving on. Ha, bol. Next test. 
next test okay next so uh, next test like he mentioned uh, is going to be in the brand new motera stadium that they are saying is going to put mcg to shame uh so everyone is excited about that it's going to be a pink ball test and uh, we're just going to discuss some team combinations uh, when it comes to india's bowling uh so as we know i think the top 6 was more or less remain the same barring any injuries so up to rishabh pant i think the team will remain the same even ashwin for that matter uh will be there so that pulls uh, brings us down to four other players essentially a combination of either three seamers and a spinner or three seamers and maybe hardik pandya or two seamers hardik pandya and a spinner So this is essentially, I think, what we're looking at. Akash, thoughts on this combination? Which one would you be inclined towards? Pink ball match. I would be surprised if they just Rez Bumrah also. Again. Yeah. You know. See, there is match. wrapping someone in cotton wool, and there is denying someone opportunity to play home test matches. And I think that will be the case for Bumrah if they rest him in the Ahmedabad. Somewhere no, somewhere no. Anderson is shedding one singular tear like this after <laughs> you having said that. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I don't know. Maybe they they might rest Bumrah. Uh, I think Hardik. Are we sure he can bowl? Are we certain he can bowl? We are not certain he can bowl. We are not certain how much he can bowl. Um, uh, it's a new stadium in Ahmedabad, so we don't know the pitch. you know and we don't know what kind of i mean looking at the first chennai uh, pitch uh, i i don't know what it's going to be like at all so i think this premature to have a bowlers wala conversation so much right now hmm. uh, uh, but we have a whole bunch of other batsmen also who are in that sense back and available na we have uh, no kl is back KL but is he back. was always there kl was not there in the first two tests he was there in the first two test matches Oh okay yeah so yeah then i think oh no then we have to talk about the bowlers shami <laughs> shami is back he is not there so the squad okay so if you are not aware the squad has been announced for the last two uh, uh please let's go matches. to the squad first and i think the only addition is umesh yadav oh, yeah umesh is back dude umesh yadav hits hit sixes in india we should get him umesh yadav is also subject to fitness so uh, as far as india squad is concerned i think you can just look at the last test and uh, let's try and see if uh, any of these bowlers are going to bowl uh, first i'll come to you sir uh, with just like you know maybe a yes or no with a few reasons why akshar patel do you see him playing the pink ball test match in your combination i'm not 100% sure because uh... But then uh, you have uh, uh, Kuldeep Yadav also, yeah, uh, who was part of the. Uh, uh, we have to take. Uh, let's go back from the Chennai Test match. Yeah, we had three spinners. Uh, Ashwin is not going anywhere. You you cannot price him now. Even he's now stuck. Now you cannot uh, remove. Uh, you cannot even think of uh, removing him because he's he's going to be your normal full time all rounder from now on. Mm. Uh, so that leaves Aksar and Kuldeep. and you had only uh, two uh, pace bowlers in uh, mohammad siraj and ishant personally uh, whatever happens they they cannot afford to rest bumrah for the pink ball test match mm. uh, unless he is uh, he is is carrying a injury unless he is uh, even if he is 80% fit i would uh, i would take him because he uh, he will provide you some 
10, 14 crucial yeah. overs, you know. Those will be deadly overs, so cannot remove him. Now, I don't think Umesh Yadav should be brought in because, uh, uh, you know, he hasn't played for uh, four test yeah. matches. So, you cannot have him now. So, it leaves uh, Ishan uh, Siraj. If, if, the, if they think that uh, uh, seamers are going to be effective in that pitch, then uh, you have to bring in both, uh, you have to have three seamers. That means we'll have to drop uh, uh, two players. Uh, oh, no, only one player, no? because you one bring player, in yeah. uh, uh, Bumrah for uh, Kuldeep Yadav mm. and leave the rest of the team as it is. That's it. That should be the only change. So, what is now going through Kuldeep Yadav's head? Like, he has missed everything he has had an opportunity to play because of circumstances. Uh, it started with the last test match in Australia, where I think the whole world and their cows were expecting Kuldeep Yadav to be in the starting 11 of that match. Mm. Uh, but because of an injury to Ashwin, uh, we needed to balance the batting a little bit, the all-round capabilities of the team, which is why I think Sundar got a chance. And then because of team combination, they said Kuldeep could not start. Mm. Uh, when he finally does manage to get a start in India, he bowls six overs in the first innings and six overs in the second inning. So, on a pitch that is turning square, a wrist spinner is getting to bowl 12 overs in the match. Uh, next, you have an Ahmedabad match where he may not get a chance to play because the wicket might favor the seamers. What is, what is happening to this boy? Like, he was India's premier wrist spinner. He is the most, he's a unique bowler given that he is the current only playing left arm Chinaman yes, bowler China in the movie. world. So we have this unique ability in one of our players and he can hardly get a game. Like, why? What is the problem here? Is it just bad luck? In a way, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little ruthless here and uh, I hope, uh, please bear with me. There will always be one or two persons in any cricket team, if you look at it carefully, who the luck will never go their way. You know, uh, That doesn't mean that they are bad. That doesn't mean that uh, anything is wrong with them. But it happens. That is the price of riches that you have. When, fortunately, India has got backups. Classic is the Brisbane test. Yeah. The guys, I mean, they had not even played 10 test matches. And you look at the opposite, opposition, 1,000, you know. It'll happen. It happens. So, on the one hand, the positive is we have good players even as backups. The negative is one or two players, like KL Rahul is not a bad bat. He's a pretty yeah. good bat, but he's been sitting for ages now. Because you don't, you're not getting a chance. Somebody like a Sundar who comes in and scores good runs at a difficult time, and you have to rest him. Because these are the decisions that you have to make. Whoever who's making the decision, it's very tough for them. But what is important is that the team 
and the team management should make sure that Kuldeep Yadav does not feel let down. And that is the job of the coach, the assistant coaches, the support staff. And believe me, this Indian team and its support staff, they are professional. They are not like, they are not your normal run-of-the-mill people. They are professional. Each and every individual in that support staff knows his role to the team. So they will all be chatting with him. They'll all The players will be chatting with him. In the nets, they will be encouraging him to bowl even more. They will ask him to try all sorts of uh, new deliveries, all sorts of variations. So I think while it is bad luck that Kuldeep Yadav is not getting to play, and when he gets to play, he doesn't get to bowl much, it is nothing personal. It is the situation that demands. For example, in the test match, on the uh, fourth day starting, they started with a pace baller. Now you have to you have to see assess the condition. What is happening to the pitch? Uh, at the uh, you cannot show your hands straight away. You know I I have cards. Why should I show you my cards? Mm. Similarly, you when you have players, when you have a Siraj who's very intensive, if you have noticed. So you have to try him. You have to see what happens to the ball. Once you have decided that your Fast bowlers are not going to be effective because the ball is coming slow. You know, Joe Root went for a hook on the very first over. He could have almost gotten out, you know, because the ball didn't come at all, you know. He had gone through the hook. Somehow it hit the top of the and went for, he took a single. You have to try these things. And uh, it's not as if that you have three spinners and sabko pandra pandra over dene. You know, it, it is not like that. Situation demands that... Uh, you have to try and uh, at, uh, wrap up, you know, you have to wrap up the test match fast, you know, you cannot be uh, doing all this. But having said that, he was given two, uh, a few overs towards the end, took two wickets. He could have had uh, Joe Root also, but the catch was dropped. So, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> okay, luck. you know, I think he's, I, I think he's in a good space. He's yeah. young. He'll, he'll have plenty of opportunities. There will come a time when... Uh, India will play with uh, sp three spinners. And even if India plays with two spinners, there will come a time when he might be the second uh, spinner rather than the third spinner. It will happen. Uh, time, uh, he needs... Uh, 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 one needs to be patient about these mm. things. So I'm not worried about that. I'm very happy that we have these riches. You know, rather than, you know looking at somebody who's playing uh, some club cricket, bringing him uh, for the match. We, we don't have those sort of situations anymore. We have uh, a crop of uh, players as backup. We have A teams, we have other teams. So uh, these are all good riches and uh, it's just bad luck for him. But uh, I'm sure he's in a good space. They will take good care of him. I think it's, okay. uh, uh, sometimes, you know how Mumbai Indians has Jayant Yadav. Mm. Sometimes yeah. a team needs a Jayant Yadav who will play only two matches in the entire season and he'll probably do a stellar job in both of those matches but more than anything else like that that's it that's what he's there for yeah. and and that's just being a super specialist you know some people are just super specialists i'll give another example of uh, something similar to kuldeep yadav there is a there is a young player called sanju samson now sanju samson is very good and he's a great wicket keeper but i don't see him getting into the team now pant is uh, permanent now you know you you uh, you, uh, you are not going to remove and 
And yeah. people constantly talk about uh, his indifferent keeping, you know. I think he's a very good keeper and he showed it in the Chennai test, second uh, Chennai test. Uh, yeah. The ball was difficult to gather and he did a beautiful job and his stumpings were great. So, he's a good keeper, you know. So, no, no uh, problems about those things. So, we're going to take a quick super chat, which is a pretty open-ended question. But thank you, Rohan, for the $5 from the US of A. Uh, uh, we've been slow on the chat uptake so far. Sorry, guys, but it's because we are a little transfixed with what all is going on. Uh, yeah, uh, Rohan Bhatore asks, uh, uh, what do you see the future of Indian cricket? Like, you know, 10 years down the line, how do you see BCCI? So, I'm assuming to just expand on the question also. Ki, how do you see BCCI post? Do you see a uh, couple of highlight points that we love discussing 10 years down the line is, do you see India with three different teams playing simultaneously? Like, for example, you know, WTC... Finals are so important for us right now and we better be in the finals because we are not going to play Asia Cup. So, you know, I, I would love to see a future where we are fielding teams for Asia Cup and WTC at the same time. Uh, and there is enough viewership uh, for both, you know. So, in, in, the, in terms of that, in terms of also, I think technology and how we are using technology in Indian cricket. When will we get uh, uh, those heat sensor cameras? Uh, and also, I think technology with regards to players. Like, and, and what gear they're using. Like, and this is something, okay. Sir, first tell me, then I'll ask you the next question. Okay, uh, first, uh, let's talk about BCCA. Let's talk about 10 years down the line. Huh. BCCA is a very rich body, you know, and uh, they got they got a lot of money and IPL is going to give them lots and lots of money because the uh, television rights are enormous in that. After sharing with the eight franchises, they still get a, a huge load of money. So financially, they will be even more powerful. And chances are that they will be a clear dictator in the in international cricket. They will be a dictator in terms. And uh, a lot of people don't realize that BCCA is also helping other countries. They are, they are also helping a few other countries with matches, with uh, facilities and all. So uh, BCCA is in good shape and they will continue to be uh, strong. They'll, they'll become stronger. Technology. It's not as if we cannot get the uh, hot spot uh, heat sensing uh, cameras uh, in India. It's the BCCI's policy of not getting it because they want the uniform uh, uh, hot spot to be available in uh, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, uh, Bangladesh and all. Uh, just like DRS, DRS was uh, frowned upon by the Indian players. The Indian players were not keen on DRS. Eventually, it became uh, clear as day that uh, without uh, DRS, you cannot survive, especially the India-Australia ill-will-monkey-gate series, you know, where, yeah. because they didn't have DRS and we lost out badly on that. So, it'll come maybe three years, four years down the line. Technology-wise, everything has to be technology. See, uh, 50, uh, I used to go all over India and make presentations about uh, uh, what what sports require, uh, how to uh, select the appropriate footwear for uh, specific sports, what kind of apparel, uh, sports apparel you have to wear, and uh, training and training methods and all. Mm. The, uh, the levels of training will go up because you have to be super fit. 50% is your skill, but the balance 50% is mental strength and physical strength. So, all those will go up because already you can see uh, lots of Indian players uh, concentrating heavily on their fielding, heavily on their fitness levels. So, 
10 years down the line, I would consider uh, even the second uh, tire Indian team to mm. be supremely fit. And it'll be like uh, we will have uh, a, a, a bank of players, some 20, 25 players who can get into a test match just like that. If somebody wants you, they can get into a test match level. Again, BCCA should be credited for this because we've been going on, India has been going on these A tours a lot. And A, a tours yeah. give you a lot of experience. Coming back to your uh, question of will we field two simultaneous teams and all those things. Personally, I hope it doesn't happen because it is a few years back it happened. You know, we had to go to Commonwealth Games. We had to go to some series. It's not good because... Uh, you have to field your best team. How, wh whoever may be your opponent, you have to field your best team because the opponent also will feel bad but if you send that second string team. team. Why can't yeah. there be enough <laughs> players and enough specialist players for there to be the best test team and the ODI team? We will have uh, probably we will we will dominate uh, uh, cricket for the next uh, 10, 15 years. We are already dominating. When I say dominate, that doesn't mean that you win all tournaments. That doesn't mean you win all test matches. Hmm. You are not going to go down without a fight. That 36 is an aberration. So don't worry about that 36. Hmm. What, what is the great uh, thing is we came, we didn't come back. We won the next test match yeah. in Australia. So uh, that will always be, all, India will always have a bad day. Hmm. You know, sometime here or there, they will have a bad day. But the greatness is you have come out of the bad day. That's why I, I say to people in India, sports teaches you failure. Hmm. Uh, no other uh, area of your, whether it is vocation or whether it is uh, normal studies and all, they don't teach you failure as much as sports teaches you. Because one day you're down the dumps. The next day you can succeed. Yeah. So... That is why I would say India will be a dominant force in world cricket 10 years down the line. And we will be the favorites to win tournaments, you know, like if yeah. there is a World Cup, then India will be one of the most favorite teams, you know. Similarly, if there is a World Test Championship, people will assume that India is going to make it to the uh, finals or semi-finals, uh, yeah. if the format allows you semi-finals or finals. There. Unless, yeah. unless, unless Kumble has his way. Uh, <laughs> with his, what, what is that? I don't know about that. What is that Kumble oh. has its way? Please, Akash, take it away. No, wait. I have to take super chat. Sorry, sir. Wo fir late ho jata hai, fir log ye ho jate uh, Khafa ho jate uh, Okay, we will hold it. that thought. We will come yes, back. Yes, sir. We will 100% oh. we'll tell you. It's a, it's a oh, nice, sure. No problem. Spicy gossip, sir. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, Abhishek Khade, thank you for the super chat. He says, can we see Ishant and Ashwin in limited overs as Indian Pacers were unable to get wickets with the new ball? Uh, sir, do you think so? Ishant and Ashwin in, in limited overs cricket? Okay, so I will go back to this. I have mentioned this before in one earlier episode. If you haven't watched it, go watch Ashwin's chat with Inzamam Ulhaq. He puts it very clearly that all cricket right now is about entertainment, especially white ball cricket. So all associations, all boards are preparing pitches which will yield 600-700 runs across a one-day game. 
in that situation i if people are not picking up wickets in the first 10 overs it's completely fine because that's just how flat and you know amazing to bat on pitches are being consistently made for mm. all limited overs matches you we don't as a general audience we don't enjoy a t20 match where the bowling side outperforms the batting side in the first innings gets them all out for like 80 90 runs or makes them struggle to get to 120 130 you know so I just wanted to put that in, and let's sort of take that question about whether or not these guys will feature for us in limited overs cricket. I will take the first one, Ashwin and uh, Ishan Sharma, and then come back to this T uh, Twenty and uh, ODIs and all. Uh, I uh, Ishan Sharma has uh, has injury issues, uh, and uh, one uh, white ball cricket is very intense, mm. and Ishan is a very good bowler. we need him to perform for india for at least 5 years more and if that is going to be the objective then he should be kept away from one day uh, white ball cricket because white ball cricket can give you can aggravate your injuries or give you fresh injuries it's intense it's it's you need supreme fitness uh, and uh, abilities i would uh, yeah um, from from my comments it's bad bad for uh, ishan but uh, that that is how i would go if i were part of the management which is taking care of uh, uh, players as welfare i don't mind giving ashwin uh, a chance in uh, one day i will tell you why because ashwin is a three dimensional player he is not bad when he, when you put him in uh, close in fielder you know one of the best slip fielders for india was anil kumble he would take some great catches you have to go back to uh, some of the records see his uh, catching abil- abilities similarly ashwin is very good around slip and uh, gully areas but if you put him in the, out in the uh, landscape then he becomes a liability yeah so <laughs> barring that i think he he's okay he can he can be uh, part of the white ball cricket because he his Ten overs or eight overs will be good. You know, he's not going to be giving you uh, giving away runs that that easily. Mm. So, uh, my personal uh, opinion would be that give Ashwin a chance here or there to see how he is, and if if it doesn't work, hey, you can always get him back to Test match. But yeah. Ishan, I would say preserve him for Test cricket, and uh, it'll be better. Uh, coming to <coughs> what uh, Dawal said about uh, yeah, flat pitches, you don't have to acknowledge what Dawal says. Huh? He, half the time he just <laughs> nonsense. It's just no, but but, uh, but yeah, you're. He's actually right. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, it's getting to be a little boring. You know, three hundred fifty, four hundred runs. Oh, what a beauty! Dawal, nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense! <laughs> what you repeated was what Inzama Mulhak said. So what yes, you are saying is that Inzama Mulhak is right. I am, I am bringing, right. I am bringing thoughts to this, and here we are discussing those thoughts, and I am bringing thoughts that I agree with. No, but you are not. That doesn't make you right. No, I refuse to. I I refuse to take this. <laughs> sir, one super chat. Take it. One sir, sir, take it. Then we can this. Amol, thank you, Amol. Man, thank you, Amol. Okay, for the super chat. He says, "I think Kuldeep will play the pink ball test because we need one wrist spinner. For me, two spinner and three seamers combo for third tests. 
ओके फॉर अमोल टू स्पिनर थ्री सीमर कॉम्बो बट आई डोंट नो अमोल व्हाट इंडिया विल डिसाइड एक्चुअली वन ऑफ द रीजंस व्हाई दे इंडिया में हेसिटेट टू टेक कुलदीप एंड ड्रॉप अक्सर इज अक्सर हैज गॉट दिस बैटिंग एबिलिटीज and uh, which is sometimes important you know and also aksar is a better fielder than kuldeep so uh, in that sense i would uh, I, i don't know okay, kuldeep might be uh, shunned out yeah i personally you know i would uh, say keep the same team mm. and uh, if at all possible uh, again it's it's negative i mean it's bad luck but uh, siraj can be uh, replaced with uh, bumrah Hmm. Uh, in the playing eleven, but then they will decide. Uh, once they look at the wicket, they, they will have some some idea about what kind of a wicket and all, and uh, take a call. But in all all indications are uh, earlier. In, uh, I mean, preliminary indications are that uh, you need three seamers for that pitch. So hmm. in that scheme of things, Kuldeep Yadav may uh, may get the may get to sit out. But otherwise, yes, I I agree with uh, with Amul, right? Uh, that uh, Kuldeep is I, any day I would take Kuldeep. You know, he's a great wrist spinner. He's he's a novelty because long back Murli Karthik told me uh, something. You know, he just said in the nets he wanted to try bowling China man. Yeah. But the coaches would never allow him to bowl that because they would say no, only orthodox, left arm orthodox. So Kuldeep Yadav being a Chinaman is a rare uh, commodity, and we need to preserve these things. And uh, he excites me in Test match cricket. So I would be very happy to see him in uh, in a Test match. But from the look of things, from what is available to India, he may have to sit out the first Ahmedabad Test. So while we're on this subject of preserving players, Harinder uh, has a super chat where he asks about what I mean. He's like Akash, what do you think about England's rotation policy, uh, which is something that we were going to talk about as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, what this this uh, rotation policy seems uh, very uh, uh, very strict. It's unnecessarily strict. Overly scientific. I would say. Uh, I would say overkill. You know because. Yeah. Uh, because i will uh, i'll give you a small example you have come to india for four test matches very simple i mean and you are going to be playing only test matches so which means you are you have to you have to look at the workload what what are you going to be bowling in a day 20 overs 25 overs so let us say two days in the in the five test match you bowl so 50 overs a match so 200 overs you have to bowl now if your if your body is not going to stand withstand 200 overs then you know uh, then yeah fine you can be preserved but he bowled so beautifully in the first test match mm. just by looking at that first test match bowling you know sometimes i feel india has been uh, has been let out you know scot free yeah for example yeah. in melbourne you 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 are all out for 36 and you win the toss and you take batting how i mean there is grass on the pitch you take batting you you cannot take batting you have to bowl to this to these people who have just been pummeled down to 36 that will be my attitude you know similarly i don't care if uh, anderson has got a niggle or has is carrying an injury 
he bowled so beautifully in mm-hmm. in chennai he deserves to be played again so uh, that way you have situation demands few things dynamics and uh, i feel england is being a little uh, safe and uh, in a, in a way uh, sorry to use negative words but boring Uh, by uh, by the by going totally oh, be with by the book of this uh, policies of uh, resting and things like that other i would i would take the situation in hand and decide you know whether uh, okay i don't mind uh, you playing this time rest nahi karenge agle baar hi dekha jayega so uh, the, the chat is, is saying they want to save him for the ashes i mean and i think that is maybe uh, you know an indicative of the idea ki they just don't have as many resources as we do No, 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 no. I, I don't agree with this. England are in no way for or anything concentrating on the Ashes. I think personally, because you are letting, you are changing your team every Test match virtually yeah. through this Test series. And uh, one point I wanted to make about this English rotation policy, and I think which might be them reconsidering it a little bit. I don't know. because when butler left uh, it was you know butler is leaving as per england's rotation policy mm. but when moinali left the conversation was moinali has chosen to go back to england yeah. and it's those i know it may sound like it's just semantics but there is something there uh maybe there is it maybe i'm i mean it, yeah much. it's called a bio bubble dhawal people get tired you want him to listen more no, 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 no. i want to get picked no, in the I think, ipl i think i think i may not have explained myself correctly uh the language used by the english uh, cricket board when butler was sent back uh, as was planned was that butler is being sent back but it they made it show as if moinali had been given a choice whether to stay on and go back and he chose to go back i think as opposed to much out of he this. was also yeah maybe i am maybe i am maybe it's not what i think it is but unko ghar jana hai ha usko ghar jana tha just like butler he was going to go home and they could have very well said moinali is going home as per rotation policy but he's not he's going home because he's tired of the bio bubble he wants to go back and chill with his family before ipl Yeah, it could be anything is possible because the bio bubble is not very easy to uh, manage. Yeah, uh, a, a, a great example is uh, uh, I am a big fan of uh, baseball and I uh, I follow the New York Yankees. That's been my team for the last thirty years. Now uh, they have not been uh, coming to the pinnacle. I mean, they come to the playoffs and uh, they lose that. One of the players whom I call him the Sachin Tendulkar of. Uh, baseball because he's so charismatic so uh, good he's 6 feet 7 inches tall his name is Aaron Judge how can he be uh, Aaron Judge like you know 300 300 uh, yards se wo throw fankta hai bullet throw onto the plate and uh, baseball guys hit the ball long you know the minimum is 400 feet so you uh, i'm sorry i said 300 yards it's 300 feet 3 uh, 3 uh, 396 feet is sort of minimum so the home runs are hit like 440 feet 450 feet so 125 meters 130 meters now this guy did not perform well at all this time because the the matches were curtailed uh, instead of playing 162 matches the teams played only 60 matches mm. and he he didn't perform, he performed okay but it not not to the standard that he was and he said very clearly in an interview 
this bio bubble is bothering me because i am not able to play properly without seeing without once in a while uh, seeing the family without any spectators without so these these things uh, hurt you so covid is not exactly very easy to manage uh, it's we are we should be very thankful that some game is happening and if players choose to go back because of uh, their feelings towards uh, the uh, being part of the covid bubble we have to respect that and we should not read too much into it it doesn't mm. matter uh, we can always as i said we can always comment and my comment would be for uh, this resting policy which i feel is a little little bit of overkill otherwise uh, i think uh, all teams should practice uh, rest policy right if you're just joining us right now uh, uh, we are about an hour into the stream so you are late don't be late uh, uh, 800 people watching or 550 likes we can get more uh we are joined today by subramaniam ganesh he is he's been he's worked with adidas he's worked uh, uh in the ipl he has he's done a whole bunch of stuff there is a description where there is a whole paragraph you can read it uh, uh, uh we're going to take some more questions from the audience sir because audience has finally woken up and like sure, oh, but, but but before yeah. we go i just want to uh, i i did a little bit of research uh jorud creates problem for moin ali Moin has chosen to go home. It's obviously been a very tricky tour for him. As mentioned at the start, if players feel like they need to get out of the bubble, then that's been an option. With Moin, it wasn't more asking if he wanted to stay. It was a decision he had chosen. These were the words Root used in the uh, press conference. Whereas this was the impression given that Moin has chosen to go home, which is not the case because he is going home as per the rotation policy, just like Butler. Okay. This is the different in Sri Lanka. Akash, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. Okay, They fine. Moin has chosen to go home. When clearly Moin he went home because home. of rotation policy. Yes, it was okay. not like oh, you want to stay more? No, you don't. Oh, what a guy! It's not like that. It was he had to go home after the second test match, regardless of how he played in the first. So, in, in internet terms, Jorud was throwing shade at Moin Ali. And later apologized to Moin Ali, so that just goes to show that there was some error on his part. And that maybe it you, was inadvertent. And that you turned a mountain into a, mon- a molehill. Never mind. I'm going to yes. move on and do the next question. Nonsense things you say. Sh- Shreya Sandhi, thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, what do I think about David Lloyd's comment that Virat shouldn't play the third test and should also and also about Faf's retirement? Faf's retirement from test means nothing to me. He shall always be my CSK guy. Uh, uh and also faf is just to i don't know I, I, the south african test team is generally also going through a lot of changes like quinton de kock coming in as captain also for to me was like hey hey ho way mm-hmm. you know so it was a big uh, it was a big this thing so yeah they are going through a lot of structural changes within the within the board also within the team also uh, sir thoughts prayers feelings uh faf is a very good player by the way and has been a good captain for south africa south africa is going through a bad phase because both politically as well as uh, uh, personal uh, out there uh, you know it's the reverse of uh, reverse uh, of what it used to be during apartheid uh, uh, regime the whites are all feeling uh, quite insecure and uh, many of the cricketers itself they they are opting to go to england yeah. so uh, they are going through a bad uh, churn right now but having said that south africa has got uh, uh, good players uh, in the wings 
but uh, because of uh, any international exposure they are not able to manage uh, their uh, performances in uh, whenever they are given chances mm. uh, i think right now there are four or five players starting from makran to uh, uh, you know uh, they they it will take few years it's not going to be easy for south africa south africa will take some time faf quitting may also be uh, at the wrong time i would say because he should have been there for another 2 to 3 years because he can be the guide you know he doesn't have to be the captain he could have easily guided the team because uh, if he wants to he will stick around in the in the in test matches you know you cannot you cannot price him away that easily so uh, but ipl may also be a factor you know because then they can now concentrate heavily on ipl and uh, uh, it's lucrative let's let's face it but oh. i feel it's uh, he could have stayed on for two more years it would have helped the south african to stabilize do you feel like uh, the the brexit brexit I, i was reading about how brexit is going to make colpacks impossible or uh, rather it is very very difficult in the future do you think that is also going to make a huge impact or do you think it will move more towards a west indian situation where people just choose to go and play for franchises instead yeah i don't think uh, the brexit is going to make a huge impact because anyway it's happening you know gold pack and all are happening it will continue to happen it depends you know uh, again as i said it is very easy for us to comment about uh, why they left and all but for them you know they uh, let us say uh, especially the white south africans in south africa uh, the insecurity is huge now you know and uh, unless the country uh, addresses those issues th- their politics has to change before that sports can change and uh, the uh, uh, the victim will be uh, sports and sports persons who will continue to uh, depart south africa not just in cricket in other sports also you know i mean their biggest game is uh, rugby rugby they will start losing players in rugby and uh, other sports also and uh, it is sad because south africa is a great country if you, if you, you, you it's beautiful lovely people apartheid is a, is a blot on the on that uh, country barring that uh, i hope south just like uh, west indies i hope south africa manages to turn the corner and uh, produce uh, great uh, cricketers because what we have seen of the west indies uh, of the late 60s 70s and 80s uh, everybody misses them and uh, i hope uh, west indies also comes back and uh, one step has been this great victory yes. over bangladesh and uh, i hope they they continue to perform well mm. competing 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 teams equally competing teams are exciting to watch rather than one sided yeah yeah that's yes. what we were discussing as well like otherwise test matches can be damn any match can be damn boring if it's not competitive that is why i want to i want to just uh, spend one minute on that uh, flat flat wickets of t20 yeah. and uh, odi i have no problems with that you know why that has directly impacted test cricket otherwise test cricket used to be so boring <laughs> test cricket over the, the last 8 years has been so exciting because of one day international and because of t20 mm. and because of t20 odi has improved now that 
you know, 300, 300 is not a score at all. Yeah. So uh, it has each format has its benefits. It also feeds off each other's success. So uh, believe me, I will be bored to death if you bring me to a 20 overs match and and teams getting all out for 89990 Boston Red Sox fan? Is there a rivalry? Oh, there must be. Boston uh, uh, Red Sox and New York Yankees are traditional rivals, just like India, uh, India, Pakistan, or England, Australia. Can't wear a red cap in New York or a blue cap in Boston. Yeah, my my best friend, one of my best friends in the US, he is a Red Sox fan because, and he lives in Boston also. He's a he's a head of the department. He's a professor, of course. He's just quit. So we have we are planning this. Uh, match uh, uh, to watch together that I will go to uh, the stadium in uh, Boston and I'll be in uh, New York Yankees and he will be in uh, Red Sox and he will, we will, he'll do the reverse. But we are afraid that somebody might object to that, you know, somebody will throw some beer, beer can or something at us, you know. I don't think that will happen, but we will be looked at in in a hostile manner by the Yankees crowd at him and by the by Red Sox crowd at me when when we do this reverse. So, yes. <laughs> Huge rivalry, that is. Uh, uh, Yash Pandya saying Siraj has good swing ability as well as good length. Uh, uh, backs length more than swing, so we can back Siraj for the pink ball test as it swings more uh, if there are two bowlers trying to swing it. Is that a thing? Does it swing more if there are two bowlers trying to swing it? Uh, I don't think that. Okay, who understands swing in this world? Okay, who can no, say? No, the point is, uh, if if you are looking at it from this way, that one person starts swinging the ball, then he can advise the other person what he is doing to swing the ball. Yeah, but fair. but but I don't know if there is a phenomenon called one person is swinging, so automatically the other person starts swinging. I don't know that. I uh, not not aware of such things. But uh, one can feed off each other by. Expressing what is it that they are doing, what kind of movements they are, what kind, where are they gripping the ball, hmm. and uh, how, uh, how how best to uh, keep the shine on. So those those are things that are discussed amongst uh, baseballers. But uh, it 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 is not a scientific phenomenon that one person is able to swing, yeah. so the other person will do. Couch Pundit's Cricket Podcast. For the fans, by the fans.